Welcome to the Living With Chronic Illness Podcast. I'm Mariel Metcalf, Head of Living With at Research Partnership. In this final episode of the Living With Endometriosis series, Shermaine and I will chat about available information and support. We hope you find this podcast of value. And if you want to find out more, please visit researchpartnership.com forward slash living with. So Charmaine, you've already spoken about lots of things about endometriosis, impact on life and treatments. And now let's focus on support and information that you receive or wish to receive regarding endometriosis. So first of all, do you receive any kind of support from different organizations or do you seek out different groups to get support for endometriosis? I don't. And like I said, I noticed that more stuff kind of popped up more so in the last like few years, like more awareness around it. So I haven't really looked into any groups, but what I would wish to receive is like support in the sense of community forums. I don't know if they exist. They should exist because I feel like community forums just about exist on everything now. But finding one that exists that have multiple advice and stuff in there, like research people who've researched different things and talked about their experiences and what works for them. Like I do like reading stuff like that. I do like to go to forums and read stuff like that and find out different things, you know. Yeah recommendations stuff like that so from a support standpoint like just more resources around other kinds of things you can do what you can do what what has worked for some people what hasn't so have you been able to find that currently because I know you you do a lot of research yourself have you been able to find that kind of information or advice through different sites or talking to different people I haven't found like an endometrius only website yet I probably maybe just haven't researched hard enough, but I have found forums talking about endometriosis, platforms like Reddit, but I haven't found like a site or something besides like your typical sites that just have what it is and, you know, mm-hmm. like basic uh, symptoms and, you know, basic diagnosis information like, like yeah. and stuff like that. So you already mentioned some places like Reddit. Uh, where else do you go to, to look for information? I have come across stuff in like Facebook groups. I've been kind of like more so looking at a lot of different books on womb health and, you know, women's health. That's been primarily my major resource, but I have found like, you know, Facebook groups talking about it. And every so often I will find something that was interesting um, that a user might have posted or wrote article, different things like that. Yeah. So what are the books that you're looking up to read about it? One of my favorite books is Queen Afua. It's called Sacred Woman. Um, it's just different okay. like practices to do in there, uh, like affirmations to say that I kind of, I think that kind of supports the spiritual aspect, the mental aspect you go through, because it's not just physical, of course. And then another book that I really like is by Chef Aki. It's called the fibroid elimination diet. Okay. I feel like fibroids and endometriosis, there are different things, but foods you can eat for better womb health that kind of decrease inflammation. Mm-hmm. So that stuff has been like really helpful. And then just basically just any book I find on like women's health. I got a book on like hip baths and yoni steams and you know stuff like that. And so do you speak to your doctor 
when you go to your doctor, do you get the information from them? Not really. I feel like it's more so transactional as far as what I've been taking already, what's been kind of working on that level and just to continue it, checkups, stuff like that. It's not like more so about like the new information. Like I was saying, I don't have a doctor right now that's really aware of different alternative things to do besides like maybe hearing about it. So I don't really discuss that kind of stuff with that. Oh, I see. So do you prefer it that way that you don't discuss that type of thing with your doctor or in an ideal world, would you like to and to get more information from them? In an ideal world, I would love to, but um, I understand that it's just maybe just not in their scope of expertise, you know, as far as like experience with it. So, you know, I don't really yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just kind of express it with the alternative health practitioners and stuff more so like put everything together from a Western standpoint, an Eastern standpoint, and like find the perfect marriage between the two, customizing my own healing and treatment. Mm. When you do go to places like Facebook or Reddit, what kind of questions are you trying to answer by going to those places or what things catch your eye when you're online? I'd say just different treatments and things that work for people that may not be like traditional hormone therapy or surgery because surgery has always been bought up. I guess I just look like somebody's talking about like, oh, I've tried this and this has really helped. You know, it, it piques curiosity. So like, okay, you know, maybe that's something I may need to look into, things like that. Would you say that you're pretty good about frequently looking up stuff through books or online like do you consider yourself you know information seeker in that sense I would say for the most part yeah I could I do consider myself an information seeker where I'm like look, seeking it out but mm-hmm. I feel like I can do even more but I'm I haven't been because I've been like so busy with other things so sometimes it's like I'm seeking it out on like a need basis like maybe something's come up in relation to endometriosis maybe like I'm having a tougher time than usual or, but then sometimes I might just indirectly stumble across stuff that kind of take me down. Like they say a rabbit hole of like, oh, okay. So it can be intentional where I'm intentionally seeking things up and that might be as things arise or it can be like indirectly. And then I'm learning more things as I go along the way. So can you talk to me a little bit about when things arise, like something has happened. You mentioned maybe you're, you're having a more difficult time. Are there other reasons like that that might trigger you to say, okay, I need to find out more about this? So like your symptoms worsening, but are there other things that also trigger you to look for information? Maybe if it's like a topic of discussion, like maybe if I tapped into a podcast or something and they're discussing it, then maybe that might, you know, prompt me. Meeting people might be discussing their experiences and issues and things may prompt me. Besides like things personally arising with me, maybe just like me hearing about it and stuff or me or just kind of stumbling across stuff online, you know. Yeah. Stumbling across an article and then that makes me want to look more into that. Yeah. So where would you stumble across these various things? Are there certain websites you typically go to to look up endo information or it's quite varied? Oh, it's quite very, like, I don't have any one particular website besides what I initially looked at. And that was like the basic Google, like, mail mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's typically like in forums and stuff, I might come across like little blog posts or maybe even emails. Sometimes I, I have different emails that come to me and there'll be 
on an array of topics and one of the topics might be like women's health or endometriosis so I might like click in and then that might kind of take me down like depending on what they're talking about in the article might take me down like oh what is this let me research this Mm -hmm. you mentioned before that you never really came across a website that was purely for endometriosis and you also mentioned what kind of information you would love to have on that website already but could you imagine for me say that you did have a website just for endometriosis what kinds of information would you have on there that you think might be useful to others so what would you put on that website so definitely your typical information about like what exactly endometriosis is diagnosis like symptoms to look out for maybe age ranges types of treatments that help both chemically and non-chemically but I feel like the support process the mental and spiritual things you also have to go through because it affects you on so many levels. So mm-hmm. things that help cope with the depression aspect or, mm-hmm. you know, how physical exercise helps, uh, maybe the link between foods, um, how different certain foods make it better mm-hmm. or worse. Just uh, like uh, from like a total 360 standpoint on mm-hmm. attacking endometriosis from different angles medication the treatment to what you're doing physically exercise workout to like what you're eating and drinking to treatments you can get like acupuncture treatments you can get from the doctor just from a real total standpoint that way people can make informed decisions on what route they want to go or try or what they can do in conjunction with each other Mm. And last question. Say you've designed this website. It's got all this holistic information, kind of almost 360 information, right? You've got everything in there. What would you do to make this website stand out so other people living with endometriosis get attracted to it? Because if there's 100 websites out there, let's say, what would you do to say this is the one you really should go to? I think maybe I would have like videos on there too. Sometimes it can get a lot boring just reading a lot of text. So maybe I'll have videos on there. That would be quite, I understand we're doing a podcast to some degree. So maybe like podcast interviews, because people do like to receive information in different ways and not just reading text. You know, we live a busy lifestyle. So if it's audio, you can read videos that you can watch on like a variety of topics in relation to endometriosis. So it's not just pain or what you're going through but also like different treatments like I was saying the emotional connection you have to it and you know coping with that just different kinds of things yeah. talk about you can listen to here and then also you have your traditional article format reading things mm. you know you have links to like the different resources that are maybe recommended and I guess, um, like you say, the practical things as well, like insurance, you know, like living with it daily, like the practical yeah. stuff you have to think about when you're, mm-hmm. yeah, which is interesting. Right. Okay. Well, Shermaine, I think we come to the end of our discussion. Is there anything else about information or support you want to mention that we might not have touched upon, but you think is, is actually quite important? Not that I can think of, no. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for your time. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. All right, bye-bye. Bye.